This is the Tom Bigby Tales, and I'm your host, Shannon Evans. I write about a small town in northeast Mississippi called Columbus, along the Tom Bigby River. I also write about surrounding communities that wander and wind along the river, as well as some other interesting places in the state. This episode is titled, The Movies, Columbus and the Ten Commandments. Did you know Columbus, Mississippi has a direct connection to the Cecil B. DeMille blockbuster, The Ten Commandments? Well, if you didn't, stick around and discover how. Joseph Holt Ingram was born in 1809 in Portland, Maine. He graduated from Bowdoin College and he entered Yale, but left for adventures in the South. He arrived in Natchez, Mississippi via New Orleans in 1830. It was then he tried first practicing law, but did not care for it and became a teacher. In 1832, he would marry a Washington, Mississippi native, Mary Elizabeth Olden Brooks, a planter's daughter, while a faculty member at Jefferson College. Ingram began writing novels and essays while in this position, and in 1835, he published his first book, a collection of letters he had published one at a time in the Natchez Courier about his travels in the region. It was titled The Southwest. His first actual novel in 1836 was Lafitte, The Pirate of the Gulf, a melodrama. It was wildly popular. and became a play produced in New York and Philadelphia. He churned out more than 80 popular moralistic penny novels between 1842 and 1847 under the pen name F. Clinton Barrington. Edgar Allan Poe, his contemporary, was not a fan and thought that Barrington should do the world a favor and either focus on and learn the craft of composition or better yet, not compose at all. In 1847, Ingram appears to have left behind penny novel writing to enroll in seminary in Nashville, Tennessee, while working to be ordained as an Episcopal priest finally in 1852. He resumed writing novels based on biblical history while in seminary. He began writing a trilogy of epistolary biblical novels, The Pillar of Fire, the first one, which was the beginning of the Hebraic power and the Hebrews' journey out of bondage. The second was the throne of David, which is its culmination. And then the third was the prince of the house of David, which is about the decadence of that Hebraic power. It was all written between 1851 and 1859. In 1851, Ingram became a deacon in Trinity Episcopal Church, back in Natchez. Before his ordination by Bishop Green in March of 1852, Ingram was sent by the church to be to Aberdeen, Mississippi, and <clears throat> to be the rector there, as well as to be the rector for Columbus, which had lost theirs. We know from, from newspaper announcements in the Columbus paper, the Primitive Republican, in the summers of and fall of 1851 and the uh, 
the winter and spring of 1852, he was preaching at both Sunday services. Uh, <laughs> excuse me. And then he would go and serve his services in Aberdeen. He would serve, he would serve in both Columbus and Aberdeen before leaving for Riverside, Tennessee, and then finally to his last uh, assignment in Holly Springs. It was during this period he wrote his ecclesiastical Hebraic history trilogy. The Prince of the House of David, published in 1855, was allegedly mostly drafted while he was living and working in Columbus and Aberdeen. The Pillar of Fire, he completed and was published in 1859, and The Throne of David was completed in eight, and published in 1860. Ingram eventually became rector of Christ Church in Holly Springs, and there he served as the president of St. Thomas College. Sadly, Ingram would tragically die from an ex accidental self-inflicted gunshot wound in December of 1860 in Holly Springs. He apparently dropped a recently repaired gun that was loaded in the vestibule of his church. The gun discharged and a bullet entered his thigh and then traveled up into his side and caused a mortal wound. He lingered painfully for 10 days and then he died. But Ingram's story does not end in that cemetery plot in Holly Springs in Mississippi in the in December 28th of 1860. No. His second book in the trilogy, The Pillar of Fire, was the third most popular book in the U.S. after the Civil War. It is said that Ingram's telling of the story of Moses and the Israelites and the story of the Prince of Tyre is the primary book that Cecil B. DeMille used to craft his 1956 screenplay almost 100 years later titled The Ten Commandments. Ingram's name appears in the movie credits as the writer right after the producer and director's name, Cecil B. DeMille. I want to thank you for coming on my little tour of the Tom Bigby River and the communities and the people who lived here. Until next time.